here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for being here for this edition of the show. I always appreciate your time and efforts to come in and see what we have going on each week and throughout the week. Now, today we're going to talk about the stress of Halloween candy. <laughs> now that Halloween candy or Halloween is here and candy has arrived or will arrive and will likely stick around for weeks to come. Before we get into that, just a quick word from our sponsor, Puridime. Now, Puridime is a plant-based company that specializes in probiotics and digestive enzymes. So if you have any types of digestive issues, if you have heartburn, indigestion, gas, bloating, these are the guys you want to talk to. Fantastic company, stand behind their products 100%, and I do as well. So they're offering 10% off exclusively for Exploring Mind and Body listeners. Um, their discount on their plant-based digestive enzyme called Lifezyme. So if you want more details, head over to my landing page, puredime.com slash drewtadia for your 10% discount. All right, so in this show, I want to talk about the stress of Halloween candy. Now, it's no different than any other holiday. Well, I suppose ha Halloween is worse because it seems to be based around candy, <laughs> trick-or-treating and candy. But it's a stressful time of year for those that want to live a healthy lifestyle. They want to have their kids live a healthy lifestyle. They want to set a good example. So there's Halloween candy everywhere. It's all over the stores. It's in gas stations. It's in offices. It's in homes. And it's difficult to avoid. And I think many of us have difficulties with that at this time of year, whether it's overindulging or whether it's snacking throughout the day. And it's an issue, and I want to bring it up, and it's a stressful time, not only stressful emotionally and mentally knowing there's candy everywhere, but it's stressful on your body consuming these low-quality foods you know, throughout the day or throughout this season. Now, I'd imagine this is a week or two-week or three-week time of year, and it could be extended if you keep that candy around. So today I want to talk about op options, better options or alternatives to living a healthy lifestyle around this time and reducing that stress in your life. So I want to, first of all, let's talk about the, the issue with the candy in the workplace. Now, I think, I think it, it sounds like a stretch, but when I say we need to let our coworkers know, we will need to let management know. I think that it's very important to build a supportive community at work. Now, many times someone doesn't want to hear, or you think they don't want to hear about, oh, let's have some healthier choices around here, or let's not welcome in whatever cookie tray this customer wants to bring in to appreciate the work that we do. But on the flip side of the coin, there's other people that want that and need that. So I believe if it's not going to come from management, you should talk to your coworkers and you should talk to management and ask them if this is something they'd be interested in or something that they want to be a part of. And it, of course, it depends what industry you're in, but I think that no one wants to be the person to stand up and do that. And if it's not coming from management, someone needs to be that person. And there's tons of people that I it may be I'm, I work with or that I hear about, and they don't want to be that person. They don't want someone to know they're on a diet 
or trying to live a healthier lifestyle. So if you bring that up, there's probably someone in your office right now that is trying to live a healthier lifestyle, having a difficult time, and isn't quite ready to let everyone know about it. Now, that kind of goes against my one of my top rules of or suggestions of living a healthier lifestyle and working towards healthier ch- changes and choices is to let people know. But I certainly understand not everyone's there. And there could be a, num- a long list of different reasons why we're not quite ready to share that information yet. But what I'm saying is there's a very good chance there's other people in your workplace that want to make those healthier choices. There just needs to be some initiative. And I think if you're listening to this show and you're looking to live healthier, make better choices, that could be you. And maybe it should be you because someone needs to. Someone needs to stand up and say, hey, let's let's not allow cookies coming in here. Let's not have a candy tray on the counter. Let's not have all these donuts coming in the staff room. And I think that you're going to find there's more people willing to join that type of mindset than than you think. I, I really believe that the first thought about that is, oh, no, no one's going to want to do that. Or I don't want to be the f- first person to talk about it. And I think you'll find more support around that in this day and age of all the unhealthy treats and the unhealthy foods that are coming in to have that support in the workplace. So that's the first thing I want to talk about. And it's no different. It's no different from asking your customers not to bring that stuff in. (laughs) I know that sounds funny, but you know what? If you're the person bringing that stuff in, you need to stop. And because it's really not helping anyone else out. And I know it's a nice gesture and I know you want to show your appreciation, but think of other ways to show your appreciation. And when I'm, when I'm working with some of my clients and it usually, usually these conversations happen early on in our sessions. And I say, whether it's for your children or for your coworkers, you need to make, you need to make or prepare or purchase healthier options. So they understand that you're in, you're, you're in, you're full in on this health journey and you're making health, healthy decisions, not only for them, but for your children and for yourself as well. So that's going to be very important moving forward to making better options available for yourself and not be not being so engulfed. You know, if you're if you're preparing snacks for your children, for coworkers, for a company, you're I don't want to say I'm not I'm not blaming you because they have their own choices to make, but I'm saying you're making it very difficult on yourself as well to make those healthy choices because you're there, you're preparing it. That's your environment. And that environment needs to be changed to healthier options. You don't want to continually see unhealthy options. So pay attention to what you're preparing for other people, staff members, businesses. And then and then if it if it comes down to it, you can ask them not to bring that stuff in. And, and if you don't know how to do that, then you could either throw it away. And I, when I say I'm going to get into throwing away more junk candy in the show. But if it's difficult for you to throw it away, then give it away. Give it to, give it to someone who's not really concerned about their health if, if you need to, if you can't throw it away. But those are a couple options for you right there. And I think that, you know, letting management know is it's a big one. And, let you know, if they're not going to be the ones to bring it up, if you have staff members that are going to support you, then they'll, then management will support you as well. Let them know this is a healthy zone. You want this to be healthier. And, that, you know, you lead by example. You bring in healthy snacks. You're living a healthy lifestyle. And that's going to 
encourage others to as well. It shouldn't be a secret in your workplace. That, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fully against adult bullying in every way. I think it's absolutely ridiculous when someone has to hide their food in the lunchroom because someone's going to make fun of them or roll their eyes. And it happens all the time. I hear this on a consistent basis, and that needs to stop. And the other side of the coin is you need to stand up and say something about it. You need to you need to stop accepting that in the workplace. And if someone brings it up, then you say, you know, I don't appreciate you making fun of my healthy choices. And usually those people are, are you know, those people that are making fun of you, they have low confidence. And if you bring it up and let them know and let other people know around you, they're going to go and hide because <laughs> they don't want they don't want to be the one point they don't that's the main reason that they point their finger at other people because they don't want the attention on them so bring it up and don't accept that in your life so let's get into some tips for children so that was, the first one was talking about you in the workplace and as an adult and now let's talk about children and, and what you can do to help influence your kids to make better choices. So first of all, I think it's important to set standards for your children. Now, later on in the show, I'm going to talk about quality of life, maybe throughout the show. But if you set a standard for yourself, you set a standard for your children, they know ahead of time what's going to happen. And they don't have a standard. We don't have a standard in life. We Our standard is our environment. So let's say, for example, you live in a, a rough area of town and it's you know it's it's there's graffiti and there's trash everywhere and there's crime that's what you know usually that's the type of life you live and you move on and your your children live that that type of lifestyle i'm not saying that that's has to be that way but if you look at the a complete opposite and you look at a boat town <laughs> or where there's giant yachts everywhere or you live in a small community where all they have is and i see them <laughs> i i live next to one at the moment, if you see all you see is Range Rovers and Teslas and hundred thousand dollar cars and boats, do do you? That's their standard. That's what they believe. So those type of children, those they have a. I would say they have a higher standard. They see, you know, big flashy things. Maybe that's you know, maybe that's a false sense of success or security, whatever it is. But what I'm saying is that's their standard. Their standard of what they accept and expect in their life is a little bit different than someone that may live in a, a lower class area. So what I'm saying is set a standard for your children because they don't they don't know. They don't have one. All they pay attention to is their environment, and they see everything you do. They hear everything you say. So if you set a standard and let them know ahead of time what you accept and what you expect in Halloween candy, for example, they'll have a better understanding of what's accepted in the household. So, for example, if you let, well, let's just say let them know ahead of time. You let them know so when they bring home candy and they know that they're not going to be able to eat the whole bag that night <laughs> or they're not going to put themselves into a small sugar coma because they're able to eat as much candy as possible, then the next year is going to be easier because they know that that's not going to happen in your house. So it comes from you. Just like in, just like in the workforce, it comes from management, comes from the owner. And this is your house, this is your family, and you need to set that for them. And the best thing that you can do is set them that for them at a, at a young age. The earlier, the better, because as they get older, it's going to be more difficult for that to happen. You know, I think I don't think we give our children enough credit. If you let them know ahead of time, if you give them choices, then then they understand what choices are. And so many people, so many of us, 
don't understand how to make choices in our lives. We really don't as adults. How many times have you been in a conversation where it was like, I don't know, what do you want to do? I don't know, where do you want to eat? I don't know, what movie do you want to watch? That's because we lack the ability to make decisions as adults because we weren't given that opportunity as children. We were, our parents told us what to do. And I think if you set your standard and give them a choice, give them more credit and help them understand that they have two healthy choices, for example, or healthier options, then they'll be much more prepared as adults in life. And, you know, when it, when you say, for example, you know, you're not allowed to have that, you know, it feels like they're, you're taking that away from them. And they, if they're surprised, if they had no idea this was coming, then that's going to be an issue. But if you let them know ahead of time, we're going to go trick-or-treating, you're allowed to have 10 treats out of this bag. That's probably a lot. <laughs> Five treats out of this bag tonight. And then you can keep 10 more for the rest of the week. Whatever it is, that's a compromise. That's allow. That's letting them know what's going to happen ahead of time. And if they, you know, sometimes kids aren't going to enjoy that. They're not going to like that. They're going to still, still feel like that's taking things away from them. Then you give them a choice. You say, well, you can have these five treats tonight or you can have none. <laughs> and they'll choose five and then they'll feel a little bit empowered because they, they get to make that decision. So give your children a chance to make a choice. One of my, one of these suggestions, one of the suggestions I have is, you know, let, you know, let them choose and then you need to get rid of the rest. So it's not going to do any good to let that uh, a huge bag of candy sit around the house. The kids are going to find a way to get into it and it's always going to be tempting for you. So get rid of that. You can donate it. You can throw it in the garbage. There's nothing wrong with throwing out garbage because it's garbage that we shouldn't be putting in our body, let alone our children's body. So that's one of my little tips. The next one is you can, you can, this sounds like a little bit of a bribery, but I know someone that does this with their children. It works very well. And they buy the bag for their children. It doesn't have to be, it's not like, uh, like I said, it's not like bribery. You don't have to give them hundreds of dollars. <laughs> They're kids. You give them five bucks or 10 bucks, probably depending on how much candy they have. <laughs> and then you, you buy the, you give them money and you take the bag. It happens every day. This is how we live. This is how society works. We we offer money for something in return. Now, I would be more than happy to offer a few dollars to our children to a, to my child and take that bag of junk that's not going to do them any good and throw it in the garbage <laughs> or donate it and give them the money to spend on something higher quality, for example. And that's when I talked about earlier when I was mentioning better quality. And there there are better quality treats. So, for example, I put up a post on my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash trueformlife. Everyone, everyone cheats on some level. And uh, sometimes when someone talks to me, they're like, oh, I can't believe that you had Chinese food, for example. <laughs> so, of course, I have Chinese food once in a while. And But you look at, I look at the ingredients and I look at the ownership and I look at better options. For example, I try not to just show up at a place that, I, that I've never been to. But that's just a small example. So if I have a bag of chips, I usually look at the ingredients. I try to have a few ingredients. And there's a number of things that I look for. Like I don't want any GMOs, for example. I don't want sugar to be the number one. No hydrogenated oils. Things like that. And then another one was one of my other little treats. Well, oh, I found this pretty cool uh, pop or soda that only had a couple ingredients. And it was natural. Like cane sugar was flavored with or something like that. And there was none of that, like there wasn't a hundred different ingredients. And then the last one was, 
a, a, some kind of, I forget, like a revel or an ice cream stick. I don't know what you call them. I don't eat them that often, but every once in a while, if it's Friday night or I feel like I, I want something, maybe a little celebration, then I'll get a coconut ice cream chocolate covered revel. You know, so that's just better quality. Of course, it costs more. I think that box is seven bucks for six of them. <laughs> and then you can go and get a huge tub of ice cream for $3. But you have to understand that that's the, that's the standards you set for yourself and your children. And those are the decisions we make to either low quality, cheap prices, or better quality that's better for a body. So I'm not really interested in a stomachache. I used to be honest with you when I was I slowly transitioned all the all the choices I make but I used to go to Dairy Queen and grab a blizzard. I love loved blizzards. And then the last couple times I would have horrible stomach aches, even, even the small ones. My my body's just not to use, used to that quality. It's not used to dairy and so I would eat it, just a small one, and I would feel horrible for about an hour and a half afterwards. So I stopped doing it. <laughs> you know, it, it's not a, it's a it's a no-brainer decision for me. It's not worth that that flavor, that taste, that craving. It's not worth it's not worth the stomach ache after. So I stopped doing it. And I think if we pay attention to our body, we would make better choices as well. But right now I'm talking about quality and not so much paying attention to the stress levels that we put on our body, not only emotionally, but physically as well. And that, you know, that's just a tip, a small tip to, you can pay for your child's bag of candy. And I really don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you, when you go, when I said earlier, set a standard and let your children know what's going to happen from the beginning. So you could tell your child at the very beginning, this is what you get. This is what you're going to be able to pick. And if you set your standard of the types of candy you're allowed, there's nothing wrong with telling them we're going to throw this other stuff away because it is garbage. Children should know that that's garbage not meant for our bodies, and it really isn't. So so I think that's, that's, that's what I wanted to get at. That's the most important thing right there. And, you know, I think our children really start to understand. They really believe in us and they want they want to follow us. They want to make us happy. So if you set those standards and you let your children know what's going what's going to happen ahead of time, you know, that's so much so important. So you could trade you can make trades. I, I, I love trades. I think it's so important for children to understand what an equal trade is, what an even trade is, what better quality is, what's less. So if you're always trading. So we, I think that we do that in life. You know, you start off, you might start off in, in college without a job. I mean, we had nothing to eat <laughs> and we had, we had a difficult time, um, you know, paying rent or whatever it is. We're, we didn't have jobs. We were kids. So you buy Top Ramen or a cup of noodles and that was a meal. So then you get a little bit older and you get a low paying job. And then you can buy better quality food. Those are trades. And then we move up. We make we make a little bit more money. Maybe we have get to buy a car now or a bicycle, whatever it is. But that's what happens in life. And if you make those trades with your children at a younger age, trade up with them. You know, have them give you ten low quality candies for one good quality candy. And you can find better quality candy. Read the ingredients or pay attention to uh, the types of chocolate. So you can get a fair trade chocolate bar, for example, that costs $5, or you can get a 99-cent Snickers bar. So you trade a handful of those little chocolate bars for a good quality chocolate bar. So I think trading up is good for your children to help them understand what it's like to move up in life. These are all lessons in life that we learn. It doesn't matter for a children or an adult. One of these tips came from Dana Holloway. 
she was on the show and she actually had Leah and who was my youngest guest, 10 years old, and youngest listener. They've been listening for years. A lovely family. And Dana always has cool ideas. So she makes this treasure chest box. And she puts little trinkets in there. She does this for birthdays too, I believe. But for Halloween, they, the kids get to choose. And they she just puts a, a number of different things. And the kids get to pick out what they want. And I think it's so cool because... Not not only do you have, get to you get to choose the quality in your little box, for example, but then you get to you get to let the children make their own choices to what they can have that day or that night. Dana was also telling me how they I think they hang out in the evening after they go trick or treating. They probably go through their bag of candy. She lets them keep a few things and the rest she throws in the garbage, and they hang out and watch Halloween movies all night. Sounds like a wonderful evening that their kids are going to do with their kids, and I think it's so important to set those standards and um, reinforce positive habits. So I really like those ideas from Dana, and she talked about giving a few things away. But I mean, what you know, what she gives away. But when you have the kids around, you don't have to have those snacks or snacks out. You don't have to have those chocolates out or let them eat whatever they want, especially weeks after. But you know, Dorothy Keith made this made a couple of cool recipes. She talked about a banana one year for she, she's a teacher, so she made for her kids healthy snacks. So one year it was a banana with shredded coconut and then chocolate chips as eyes. They, those were ghosts. Those are pretty cool. And then you, I saw decorated oranges as pumpkins. And if you make it fun. Kids are gonna they're, they're gonna enjoy it. They're gonna want to be a part of it. So have them help you make these treats, or let them know that these are these are the options you get. You can have an orange or a banana. You can have a pumpkin or a, or a ghost instead of you can have this chocolate bar that was the lowest quality we could find in your bag. You know that should be thrown away. When we were kids, we would put we would carve our pumpkins and then we'd take the pumpkin seeds out. And we would bake them, put a little sea salt on there, and we would bake them and we'd eat them for the next few days. That was a fun little thing that we did from, that's a memory from my childhood that my mother did with us, which was pretty cool. So thanks for that, mom. (laughs) And, you know, that's what I wanted to get at. Those are my main major tips about the stress of Halloween candy or Halloween treats because it's a difficult time of year. And just finishing up here for when I want to talk about quality and quality of life and I had a friend that wrote this one time who would like to remain anonymous and she said you reap what you sow and it happens in all areas of life and if you teach your children that at a young age then they'll better they'll better understand quality over quantity and moving through life in a progressive manner so she said good things will bring good feelings Good food will bring good health. Good friendship will bring good times. Good actions will bring a good life. In the, in the long run, that's what it is. And then she ended off saying, as Thoreau would say, goodness is the only investment that never fails. So you can take that for what it's worth. And I think that this doesn't have to be a stressful time if you work with your children and help them work with your, it doesn't matter if it's your staff or management or customers, you know, let them know ahead of time, treat them like people, whether it's, whether it's grownups or, or children and set your standard of life, set, set your quality and let them know, give your children choices and let them know ahead of time when you go trick or treat. I think Halloween's a, a wonderful time. I really do. I was in Australia and they don't have Halloween. 
And I was like, well, what do you mean you don't have Halloween? <laughs> so I missed that. That's something I, I missed. I love Halloween. I love the scary movies. I love horror movies. And I love carving pumpkins and dressing up for Halloween. And I might even dress up again this year. I, I don't know. I'm going to feel a little crazy here. <laughs> but Halloween really is an enjoyable time. And it doesn't have to be so stressful. If we work towards a little prevention, if we talk about things in advance, I think that those are things that doesn't don't have to be stressful you know in this life in the society that we live in today so that's going to wrap things up here now just a quick word from our sponsor uh, again Puridime. if you're looking for a good quality plant-based digestive enzyme head over to my landing page puridimecom slash drew tadia for your 10 percent discount if you want to continue this conversation, I'd love to hear from you. My handle on Twitter is at TrueFormLife. If you've had any successes or if you have any questions that we can talk about there, I'd, I'd love to continue on to, uh, to carry this conversation and see what else we can come up with. And if you want to ask any questions, I'm going to be at exploringmindandbody.com slash stress of Halloween candy. So we can you can certainly ask questions there. And we can we can talk about what's going on there. If you want to be part of my weekly newsletter, I send that out every Monday morning. So that's my recipes, videos, current content with podcasts, radio shows, and more. That's going to be at trueformlife.com. It's on the main page. You can subscribe there. All you have to do is enter your email address. All these past shows are going on going up on exploringmindandbody.com. So you can check out past shows there if you're interested. And lastly, we have a monthly membership group that's going absolutely fantastic. So if you need a little, if you're looking for a supportive group that goes on 24-7, we're always in there answering questions, motivational pictures and quotes and if you need a little bit of help meal planning, at-home workouts, we have the whole package, and I'd love for you to be a part of that. Again, that's at trueformlife.com. On the main page, you'll find more information about that. So I'd love for you to I'd love to work with you there as well. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for supporting and, and contributing to our online community here. It means so much. That's it. So I got catch you on the next one. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.